folks, and welcome Whoa. to We the People. This is the American Soccer Podcast, in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the U.S. men's national team. I'm Clayton. I'm a rapper. I'm Ty. I'm a web designer. And we love the Nats. We do. Win, lose, or draw. I guess. Win, lose, or crappy draw. It's We the People. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. The game was USA versus Panama. This is we the people. If you've never joined us before, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you've been with us uh, many times, thank you, thank you. Thank you. We are going to go through everything that happened in USA versus Panama this week, uh, the World Cup qualifier. We're going to look forward a little bit to what's going down over the next uh, few months and uh, just recap this camp in general. Ty, you excited? I'm so pumped. I was more pumped before the game yesterday, but we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pumped for uh, We the Peeps, no matter what happens on the field. Boys! Line them up. Line up. Uh, let's go with Tim Howard, both gloves, both fully fit. Take three gloves. 38-year-old. Take, take, take three, just We got case. some extra gloves. These don't fit, OJ. Uh, Gonzalez <laughs> Reem uh, as our center back pairing. Viafania. Uh, who is the right back? I didn't write it down. Graham Zussi. Nah, he started <laughs> Oh, that's yeah, right, because of the injury. Got, yeah. So, so injury, injury to Jeff Cameron. Injury to Brooks, injury to Cameron. So we had a lot of, we had a lot of lineup changes. Graham Zussi comes in. Uh, Panama thinks they're seeing the same bad dream over again. All right, in the midfield, we're going to see Bradley and Jones uh, as our center midfielders. Pulisic started on the right side, Nagby on the left here, and then we had Altidore and Dempsey up front. Uh, this was a, a cagey first 30 minutes, let's say. Uh, pretty much, I think, what most people were expecting, although uh, I would say that on this show, we wish people would expect better than they do. But Indeed. I think what most people were expecting, a cagey battle, uh, both teams having a few opportunities here and there. I'm, I'd say Panama having the greater of the opportunities, but the uh, poorer of the finishing in the first half. Eventually, young Christian Pulisic would, on his very, very own, uh, manage to <laughs> yeah. outrun both Panamanian center backs to a loose ball, gather himself, uh, have a sip of tea, tie, retie his shoelaces, take a little nap in the 18 box, dab. and then and then uh, <laughs> take a dab. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just had time. He had recreational time that he made for himself uh, because he had such good poise, composure, and intelligence. Pass it off to Clint Dempsey, who uh, could not have been in better scoring position, slotted it away. And then, uh, so unfortunately, just 10 minutes later, Panama would steal a goal back off of a very long throw-in, something they had been doing all game and would continue to do. We would go into the half 1-1 with a bitter, bitter, sour, sour taste of equalizing in our mouths. The second half uh, was really much of the same, guys. Uh, Quite frankly, this game never settled into a really good flow. Uh, it was always no. kind of it was always kind of messy, kind of cagey. Always looked like anyone could break this open. No one ever did. It, I wouldn't say it was stale. It wasn't a stale match. Everybody was there. Everybody was present and trying, but it just never settled in. Eventually, this game would end one-one. We would leave this camp with four points, as was our initial objective. But uh, gotta say, it doesn't quite feel the same now that we've one of those games included a six-nil win tie. 
What are your first impressions? When you have the mentality that a draw is a good result, draws will tend to happen. We are a significantly better team than Panama. There's only one or two players from their team who would have made even our patchwork skeleton crew that we sent out there, including the ninth choice uh, right back, Gray Hamzusi, and um, yeah, Mr. Sorry, Sorry, I didn't catch that one on the game recap. Guys. He, he's he's so unforgettable. I'm surprised that you uh, that you missed him. Uh, so so yeah, even even with those uh, shining lights um, in in our uh, lineup, the Panama team is dramatically inferior, and uh, so we should have been able to come away from this game with three points. I think if you watch the game, uh, you would you would identify that we have a, a superior level of quality, um, but we were not able to convert that into a significant rhythm or uh, eventually an advantage. So I think it's just a classic case of this uh, CONCACAF away from home, one point is great myth and the sort of mental accounting that goes on about, well, if you win your home games and draw your road games, you make it to the World Cup, which is great, except that if you shoot for that record and you leave points on the table in places like Panama, you don't have the margin for error that you otherwise would because sure. we're already... And am I, am I the only one who's like, wait, I thought this was seed, a seeded tournament. Aren't there... Isn't it... I mean, yes, I would be so fucking grateful to qualify, but ought we also to play for place? I mean, we're a good damn team. We're a damn good team in our region. Shouldn't we be playing for not only to qualify, but also for the best qualifying spot we can get? Uh, so it is not a seeded tournament in the sense that number one in CONCACAF does not go through to, um, to a particular, you know, World Cup pot or whatnot. Okay. Uh, the way that the World Cup pots work is that the top eight in the world are in the first pot, and that's regardless of geography. And then the other pots are, uh, are determined in such a way that you don't get CONCACAF teams together, you don't get African teams together, etc. So um, for the purposes of World Cup seeding, the only thing that matters is being in the top eight of the FIFA World Rankings, which we've been, we, we had, you know, a snowball's chance uh, last time. Uh, I think we went into the tournament at like 14 or 15, something like that, um, after a really hot run. And so, you know, in, in theory, uh, if we actually were to kind of pivot and become one of the better teams in the world, uh, placing would matter, but for the purposes of this World Cup, it's unlikely to matter. Nonetheless, okay, but the nonetheless, is, nonetheless, the so, we're coming off a six nothing win. The yeah. principle is something that we've broken down many times on this show before. So let's just give it to give it to the folks in in very short what the basic numbers idea is and 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 how we see, what's the mental accounting that we see in the soccer world so often and why is it uh, a fallacy. Yeah, so what we see is that people say, well, as long as you get 15 points, you go through. And so therefore, we should shoot to get 15 points. When you shoot to get 15 points, we win. And so one way of doing that, if you just kind of line up all the results, is you think, okay, we get three here, three here, three here, and, you know, let's just pencil in one there. You know, <laughs> we'll go on the road and we'll get a draw. And so therefore, the draw is good because it fits into our kind of master plan of how we're going to come up with those 15 points. Uh, and the fallacy there is that you... The, the 15 points is not what you should try to get to. It's an acceptable end Minimum. result. 
Yeah, but what you should be trying to do is go into every game to win it. Right. In a very, very rare circumstances, the, mathematically speaking, it's, it's a, you, you have a better shot at, uh, or a better, better expectation by trying to draw. And that would usually be if you're a small team going up against a big team, uh, where trying to win would be pretty much impossible or suicidal. And so you can bunker and hope for a draw. But in the vast majority of cases, because two points are less than three, uh, you should try to win your games, and you should be aggressive. That's what the point system uh, encourages. So, so even if by yeah. going for it, you sacrifice your overall chance at getting any points, it's often the better choice because three is one more point than two. Correct. I don't think... Now, there, there are varying degrees, okay, of, of draws, and I don't think we saw the worst version of a draw uh, in this USA game. Uh, we did see both teams push for, push for a win uh, in theory, we did not. I don't think we saw two teams who were sitting back. I think we saw two teams who were failing to score for two di- for different reasons. Failing Pulisic. Failing Pulisic for different reasons, though. Uh, Panama. Um, Panama had really good stretches of play. Really was really. Um, good at transitioning from defense to attack mm-hmm. very quickly and getting numbers up, but their finishing was just god-awful, and it's just crazy. I mean, crazy bad. Uh, in the end, it, it terrible. took... It, terrible, terrible finishing. For us, we have the same problem I pointed out from our last game, which is that we are not connecting our our, yep. our defensive side of the team to our uh, offensive side of the team. And I, 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 I don't normally nail it tactically, okay? It's not necessarily what I'm supposed to bring to the show. Uh, however, this time, I'd like to Above take a little, Clay- a little credo- a little Hosting and here. completely nailing the tactics. A yes, little credocio here. I've come a long way. Started from the bottom. I called this. I said this was a. Pro- I said this was the the problem with this team yep. tactically right now is connecting Bradley to Pulisic in that in that previous game and right. this game it was connecting Bradley to Jones, uh, and that's what prevented them from scoring. Before well, what, before what, and and one last thing I did want to mention too. It's a little bit I'm scattered a little bit here, but before we go mm-hmm. too far into the pod, we got to mention we did get to see Bedoya for Nagby, which I think some people were upset that Nagby came out. Uh, but then a couple players, everyone I think was excited to see. Uh, we got to see Kellen Acosta in the 74th minute mm-hmm. and Paulie Ariola Nips uh, in the 82nd. Paulie Nips. And before before we go further in talking about whether this was a defensive performance, what can you do if you want to? help out this show yeah if you guys are enjoying what you're hearing or uh you've been with us for a while a couple things first and foremost you may want to consider rating and reviewing us on itunes it's unbelievably helpful it's a it will only take a few minutes of your time and it's free 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 so if you throw down a a little five-star review for us that really actually helps us move many steps forward in the game of podcasting that'd be sweet another thing you can also do is reach out to us on Twitter at WTP Pod on Twitter. Ty does a great job of uh, of being present there on the Twitter sphere, and I think it's a really awesome thing uh, that you guys that that we all get to do to reach out to each other and be part of this team together. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. It's really awesome, and uh, yeah, those are the things you can do to help us if you want to. Ty, do you yep. think do you think this was a defensive performance, uh, or do you think what, what what's your read on this? So, yeah, I, I read into the starting 11 with uh, ostensibly Jones instead of... Legit. Legit. That, uh, that it was going to end up being a, a split team again 
uh, except that it would be instead of a 5-5 split team, which can be functional going forward, it was a 6-4 split team. And so we ended up with uh, having these two defensive-minded uh, players who both did well, I thought, you know, Bradley and, and Jones. I don't, I don't necessarily I understand the gripes about the two of them uh, playing together because I think they did perform their jobs well, but it was just not the jobs that we needed done on the night. So you I disagree. Think I disagree. Uh, I th- Bradley, Bradley was Bradley. Um, Jones was was not very good, in my opinion. J- Jones okay. was the whole the whole reason why Jones is appealing as an option is that he is supposed to occasionally take the game by the scruff of the neck. Sure, sure. Um, and Bully he didn't. People and, and he yeah. didn't do it. He never right. did it. He never. Right. He didn't have a single. I mean, reach out to us. On Twitter, WTP Pod, if you uh, know of a moment in this game when Jones had like a clobbering tackle and turned it turned it into a tackle, he had because a couple it, it good didn't... clean takeaways. I don't know. He, he I, I wasn't counters. seeing it. The thing that Pulisic did in that one play is what Jones is supposed to be there to do, and he was really unable to find the game. And I also don't think that I don't think that in the U.S. camp Jones is being played as a defensive-minded midfielder. I think he's being played as an eight, like he's supposed to be box to box. And right, he's, but he sucks I don't, whenever he's he sucks. Uh, I don't think he's actually halfway line. Yeah, I don't think he's actually able to do that. Um, I don't, and uh, and I think you and I are seeing that, but I don't think I don't think the perception. Yeah, I, I think the perception of Jones is that he's an attacking threat. I don't think putting him in the starting really? eleven was defensive minded. Okay, I think he's okay, I think yeah. he's supposed well, to turn defense into attack and like go rage against the machine and I don't think he can do that. I thought I thought we would have been much better off with Pulisic at the 10 and Bedoya on the right. Um I think that's our that right now is our strongest four with Nagby and Bradley in the midfield. Well, yeah, I mean I I was very conflicted because originally I felt that the best way to utilize Pulisic would be to ask him to do his wing play thing that he does for Dortmund. Um the uh, Total Soccer Show guys were were talking about that particular question and kind of convinced me. By the way, this I believe is the By first the time we've noticed uh, we've we've mentioned Total Soccer Show on our show. Uh, great pod, guys! If you're interested in soccer yeah, podcasts and you somehow found us first before you found them, right. check them out. I don't know if you're the miracle, only person who knows. If about you're this my show sister and, and you yeah. don't know about, <laughs> uh, check Shouts check them out. They're awesome. They're just a great soccer pod doing a lot for U.S. soccer. Thanks, guys. Yep. You guys are amazing. You guys rule. And so this, this question came up, and, and, you know, there's been some discussion on Twitter about this, um, this conundrum as well, because you definitely, uh, you get the most, like, let's see, what's, the, what's a good way to put it? He, he's definitely going to be an A out on the wing, sure. but it could be that a B-plus in the middle is, is better than an A on the wing. That, that sure, the, especially the, when that you consider the team is so right. important. And if you grade everybody on a curve, Pulisic is an A at both positions. He's <laughs> yeah, it's A you or know, A like plus, basically. Yeah, yeah, there's so so the gap in in quality between like Pulisic and Sasha Kleschen, Like, are you fucking kidding oh my me God, for a number yeah. ten? Yeah. It's crazy oh the difference. It's Whereas crazy. the gap the it's gap crazy. between what. What Bedoya can give you on the wing versus what Pulisic can give you on the wing is not as big of a gap in my or opinion. Or Nags. Or Nag. Yeah, Nagby yeah. is a better example. Whereas right. in yeah. that in that in that hypothetical, yeah. Bedoya yeah. gives you something different, which is support right. for a Nagby player. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah, I don't think Morris is in the is in is at either of their levels of, at Nagby or Bedoya's uh, level of consistent quality yet. He's almost there. Well, he's not not in the sense of the traditional wing play, but he scores from from wide. Uh, and he he did that all of last year with which with Nagby is Seattle. less prone to do than which Nagby Pulisic. is less prone to do. So you know, and I, for sure, I, I see, is not I see the do point. It. 
And um, so with, with that in mind, if we concede that the best place to put Polisic is at the 10, which it seems like uh, both of the U.S. coaches who have had the chance have insisted that he do that. Um, you know, so it seems like that's the way it's probably going to be for the most I've part also, going forward. I've then, also yeah, heard... I agree with you. Yeah, I've heard, too, that it's his natural position. Do we know anything about his opinion on this? Well, he, he being the best player on the field, the best player on the field is going to end up there. Uh, He's also a fucking teenager. A I said that, too, when I was a teenager. In reality, I mean, ask Kyle Beckerman. Kyle Be- when Kyle Beckerman was 18, he for sure said his natural position was a 10. You of course, I mean? yeah. Like, well, they Ky- all do. Kyle Beckerman, in particular, has talked about this funny journey that they all go through of uh, striker to 10 to 8 to six to it's like eventually you you stop like whatever your uh technical level is you just kind of like progress down the field as you age up (laughs) until you find the level where you have to stop you know where you actually have the technical skill to do it um so yeah so so basically Polisic was was running the show at youth level for for the uh for the various um national teams that he played for and so, you know, it's his natural position in that sense, but in it's theory. you're never going to find it. Yeah, it, like you're saying, like, I think it's the, safer the 10 to in say, high school is going to become yeah. who knows, right? I think it's, it's safer to say player. that it's up to it's up to his coaches at this stage in his career to find out what his natural position is. Right, exactly, exactly. And um, we're seeing it's it's even tougher at uh, at Dortmund. Um, though maybe that's not even the case because Dortmund has a lot of depth who can play those wide positions. But we've we've been seeing him come in and play a little bit of like a support striker role um, to deputize uh, Marco Royce when when Royce comes off injured, which happens about every three games, unfortunately <laughs> for Royce. Yeah, um, he's he's the Derek Rose of the yeah, game. Yeah, D Rose. The the let's see who else who else have we got? Who whatever is got? the whatever D-Rose is the opposite. D Rose made a glass. Whatever is the opposite of 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 Demarcus Beasley. Right, right, just right. Just like Demarcus <laughs> Beasley. DeMarcus indomitable, Beasley indomitable. Like he the, bounces the, back. Let not get out, but to not bounce back. I don't no? get the reference, but I like it. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm in. A, I'm in. It's a Big Sean song, He's, guys. If you're out there, listen, watching, watching. Big Sean, uh, if you're out there. Big Sean, if you're out there watching the USMNT, finding more out about out. the team. Uh, you know, reach out to us on Twitter, WTP Pod. WTP Pod. We're looking so, to um, start a beef with Drake, so Big Sean, you'd be super helpful. Thank you. Quick note, since you mentioned the Twitter, uh, I have we've we've been having an amazing uh, amazing discussions on there before and during the games. Really enjoyed getting to know all of you WTP heads out there. And um, one person in particular followed us uh, after this last match. Sweet. Uh, Who? Kellen Acosta's mom. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, Welcome so to the show. Kellen shouts Acosta's to Kellen Acosta's mom, Miss Acosta, Mrs. Acosta, Mrs. super Mrs. cool. Uh, uh, Kanika, Kanika Perry Acosta. What? How would she like me to address? This, um, my homie, this is my homie's mom. You know, you gotta take your shoes yeah. off. The queen. Just call her the queen. The queen. Because she she is responsible for my pookie baby, Kellen Acosta, who finally got to see the field. Uh, in this world yes, qualifier a set. Little bit, I and, mean, um, got a little taste. Is, we had a generational um, transition. Jones coming sure off. did. Acosta coming off. I mean, I hope, I hope. I hope. I hope, and I hope that it continues. Uh, but, uh, yeah. But Kellen, it, it, Kellen Acosta, who actually is a goal threat at this at this Right, stage right, exactly, time. exactly. Kellen Acosta is well more suited to play that two-way role right now 
uh, than than Jermaine Jones is. Though, I mean, y- you know, it's true. It's true that um, Jones has been known to get forward. He does have success occasionally, like the Costa Rica game last summer where he he had some good attacking moments. But it's just not his thing. And if and and in a um, let's see, in a scenario like this where where mistakes are unacceptable. I feel like you have to lean on your players' core competencies, you know. Sure. So yeah. the the you know you even even asking him to do to to stretch it uh, that little bit um, compromises. Especially, I mean, especially in the in the twilight years of his career. In the twilight I mean, we years. should be like, all right, dude, you you know, you may not you may not be able to to take it box to box, but you you still can time those tackles, and you're still a terrifying person. So just do those things, and you know. But that doesn't that that's not what this team needs. Anyways, I don't think Jones should be should be starting or playing really at this point. But yeah, I, well, enough said. you know, I was I was good with it mm-hmm. on the basis of his most recent competitive performances. But when you're 34 or 35, you know, every camp there's a drop off. You know, there's there's a noticeable drop off, and we have simultaneously kids like Heinemann and uh, Acosta breaking through, getting more and more game time uh, at club level, and you know. I feel like it just might be the the the, the balance point might have might have yeah, finally yeah, come. It's tipping where, a little bit, but it yeah, does like, feel it feels different than than six seven months ago. So first of all, just to wrap it that does, up, yeah. uh, Queen Acosta, thank you so much for joining us on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, we absolutely thank you for adore your son. Child. My Pookie baby is named Emerson Heinemann. America's gonna <laughs> love Emerson Heinemann. Could Emerson Ty's Heinemann's Pookie mom baby. follow us? Yeah, on Twitter? Emerson, if if we can get Emerson Heinemann's mom and Kellen Acosta's mom to hang. Oh man, we that may, would, that's we a may or may comedy. not create a, ba- a black hole. Uh, yeah, so so thank you so much Ty, for, on Ty's behalf from for Texas. Kellen. They probably know each other. Acosta. Yeah, they probably hang out. At Texas the range. is a small place, right? <laughs> small town, <laughs> Texas. Everybody knows each other. There. Um, um, okay, so I, yeah. so I have I have one one um, thing regarding the regarding ties. So uh, I've I've heard we've heard, had a lot of back and forth. Talked to a lot of people about this. Mainly where we hear this uh, going on the road and getting a point is a good thing is from these ex-players who have done it before. And I, I greatly respect that they've done it before. And so what they're saying is that it is hard. It's harder than and it I looks. And I think it's harder than, yeah, harder than it looks is the, yep. is the key Harder than key it looks thing. to play in these places. Okay, granted. But what, what I'm asking for is not that we demand wins. It's that we expect to win when our team yeah. is better. That, that, you know, you have your 5% up and down bump for being at home. That's common. Like, yeah, everybody has to deal with that. But right now, the way we go into these games is thinking that a point is going to be good enough. And so you see, like, Josie coming off in the 80th or 81st minute. Josie should be sprinting off because we're the better team. We should be attacking. We should be getting That's three right, points. Yeah. We should be risking that point just for the chance that we get the three points because three is three times as many as one. So, so I mean, and for simple. the people, I we're, for the people, what would this point spread look like? So right now we went from last to fourth. Okay, our yep. goal differential improved very much. Ahead of us are uh, Mexico, Costa Rica, and Panama. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yep. And then, and but what would this look like if we had uh, one versus Panama? Would we not be even farther ahead? Would we be in third right now? Yeah, we'd be in third, and we'd be above Panama, and we, it would be a situation where. You know, now if we do the expected thing, we can even afford to miss a game. You know, we can even afford to have right. a bad game, right? We can, so, we can afford to try Hindman out instead of Bradley just as sure, an experiment. Sure. Maybe or, we qualify, or maybe maybe even, we qualify maybe, early. Yeah, maybe even more conservative. We, we can afford to bench Jones 
and try right. Acosta out on one of these away games, you know, because we no longer need that random point. Right. And we can right. see how right. he does and watch us fucking win because Acosta is so thirsty. Thirsty, dude's thirsty. So I have a new proposal. This is something I do in hungry. my head. I think you're supposed to say hungry when it's sports, and then thirsty for other things. I don't thirsty know. Thirsty for a, yeah, you're not thirsty <laughs> for sports. You don't get thirsty. You for get wins. you get thirsty during sports, like John Brooks. <laughs> like John, well, John Brooks didn't get thirsty. That's a problem. He, he didn't get yeah, thirsty he did, enough. He thirsty enough, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he had a sinus infection, and so he was on massive amounts <laughs> of cold combination medication, of and that's drugs. why he, yeah, yeah. It was but like anyway, the so ring out there. That shit was terrifying. Here is, uh, here is the We the People uh, mental adjustment that you can make. This is one simple trick that you can do to improve your national team's performance. That's right. Do it while you brush your teeth, guys. Uh, the point scale is uh, needs to be flipped on its head. A win is zero points. A draw is you lose two points. Right. And a loss is you lose three points. It's how far from par. It's so yeah, precisely. So so and this does not mathematically change the way that the standings or these competitions work at all. But if you think of it that way, you can start to see why that difference between a loss and a draw is not big enough that you should cling to that when the opportunity to get from that negative two to that zero is present. If you want to yeah. be less extreme and mathy than me, you can think, okay, a win is two points, a draw is zero, and a loss is negative one. So do you want to risk going back one point in the hopes of going ahead by two points? Doesn't that make sense to make that risk? <laughs> There's three scales from which <laughs> you can do this, guys. And either so, way, it doesn't make sense to go for a tie. I'll give another one for the dum-dums out there like me. You can, tie, you can play 90 minutes. The boys look tired out there, right? You could yep. say, hey, guys, if in the last 10 minutes you busted even more ass, you could take two games off. Yeah, yeah, you, like, exactly. Or you exactly. can either bust yeah. your ass for the last 10 minutes of this game and get a goal, or you can play Panama for a one-to-one draw again two more times. Yes, exactly. So, so I, haven't, I haven't run this by you, uh, but which do you prefer? Zero for a win or two for a win? Uh, I like, uh, staying on par. So if you count, so you say, I like, I like creating a par and you could even adjust that to our expectations. So you say, what's our par? We are expected to win half of the games and then tie maybe a couple more games. And then you, you divide that and you just track us on par and you say, oh shit, you know, if we, you know what, if we really push at the end of this game, we can get up to par. We can get to where our par was from the start as opposed to saying, oh, we're good. (laughs) It's the mental accounting again though, because there, there is no par. There's just points available and points that you got. I know. Fuck. Guys, just win the game. What is it? What is it? You have, you have to decide right here now. Is the WTP point scale... Zero points for a win <laughs> or two points for I'm a win. I'm saying it's, I'm saying, wait, which one? I'm saying it's the one where it's minus points. Yeah, yeah, okay. So because a win I would is rather, zero points. I would rather, a win is zero. Yeah. Because I would rather say, we are, I would rather focus our sights on, on being an, <laughs> an ideal team. Yes, exactly. So this, this makes the, uh, the hashtag a lot more confusing, which is hashtag get zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're yeah. gonna, we are going to try our damnedest Somehow to go down we'll beat this. Somehow to, we'll to, beat this. When we host Trinidad and Tobago, we have to expect the zero. We expect a zero. Guys, we're we putting zeros zero up. Points every we're putting time. zeros up like we're fucking Tiger Woods out here. <laughs> There's a lot coming up. There's a lot the coming up. The first golfer ever to get a zero. 
just yeah, the only golfer, the yeah. only golfer ever to be known by this co-host. There are, <laughs> <laughs> there are, there's a lot coming. Golfer, uh, I can think of John Daly, <laughs> uh, Uncle Aki, and Tiger Woods. Those are the yes. golfers I know. Uh, there's a couple Ballers. things coming up. Yeah. There's an under twenty World Cup. That's going to be very very interesting. Um, it is. There is also a game. There's another World Cup World Cup qualifier. World Cup World Cup qualifier. Cauliflower. Yeah. It's a World Cup <laughs> cauliflower. <laughs> world class cauliflower. It's a wor- We have another world class cauliflower versus you know him. You love him. Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad it's TNT, baby. Shouts yeah. to Lawrence yeah. Landy, my high school soccer coach from Trinidad Shouts. and Tobago. It's the war- the Lawrence uh, Landy Derby. It's, it's the next game. It's June 8th. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. We're looking a lot better than we did. How about we do this, Ty? Before we move on to what's coming, let's just give our final wrap ups for this camp in general. Yeah. You know, because we came into this camp absolutely sweating. I mean, sweating bullets. Now bullets. here we stand Major a week bullets. later. Here we are a week later. Okay, four points to the better. Uh, a few injuries to the worse. And I will say this: uh, the thing that I will take from this camp is my roommate who works at the stadium that the Sounders play in and that the Seattle Seahawks play in, okay? He's, he's, mm-hmm. big, he's, he's big wig over there, right? He is at work while Brian U.S. Spencer. While U.S. <laughs> well, he's my roommate, Brian Schmetzer. He is, he's, he's over yeah. there while the U.S. is playing uh, in, that, in that fateful game versus Honduras and work ceases work stops completely this game is on every screen because he put it on because i told because i've been hyping this team so um totally totally awesome thing that's happening those screens so that you can go to the bathroom and still watch the entire game they're all playing christian pulisic in the entire stadium everyone's everyone's cleaning and doing their job work stops everyone's watching and my wait so your dude your dude has the u.s game on every television every every uh, television and the big screen and and the yeah in century link and the big screen that on the field so That's and awesome. there's nobody oh there's no one God. even in there. It's just the homies like working there right, and, just, and yeah, right. you know. Just the but crew. but he was like, I want to watch this game. My roommate's watching this game. I got to work. I'm throwing it on. Like sorry, dudes. And and, and you so, got you know Sounders left and right. Yeah. So so people yeah. care. There's Sounders left and right, uh, and work stops. Christian Pulisic gets that assist to Dempsey, the chip that Dempsey mm. takes, mm, mm, and mm. in that moment. My roommate and one of his coworkers has a conversation about how, who is this kid? The announcer, yep. perfect announcing, thank God, knowing the basics of announcing, announces that he's 18 years old. I had no yep, idea that right. there were Americans that didn't know that Christian Pulisic was 18 years old. There right. are many. They don't realize. The announcer says he's 18 years old. Someone else says, God damn, he's 18 years old. This kid's a stud. And then someone else says, this, this, this kid's really good. I feel like I could actually be a fan of this. Yeah, Ooh, drop that's the what mic. We were for. Drop have, the mic. I, I feel have, like I, I could actually be a stories. fan of this. Ah, oh, that's yes, the best yes. thing. Yes. So I, I I got a work email from someone. Uh, it was an introduction, and the person who introduced me uh, said that I was a, a U.S. soccer fan, and the so person they, I they was introduced to said I don't know anything about soccer, but I hear this Christian Pulisic kid is pretty good. That's the best thing ever, too. See, that's yep. what's supposed to happen. Yep. That's that's what we've been hoping for. Someone who's you know so Lionel good Messi. that they cross you over. You know Pele, you know Cristiano Ronaldo. Now you know Christian Pulisic, and um, 
the second the second little little tidbit there is that uh, the, this game was on BN Sport, the unholy spawn of the United Arab Emirates government. Uh, I think that's true. I sure hope that's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really hope that that's true. It's not uh, true. But, it's but anyway, true now. It, it, this is a channel that virtually no one gets, and if I wanted to get it, it would be like 20 bucks a month to watch these games. So anyway, I'm watching the game on uh, Televisión, Tele Telemundo. Televisión is the Telemundo. box that, that Telemundo comes on. Uh, so I'm watching on Telemundo, <laughs> and in my... In Everything my, ends um, in O. My, my, my ersatz Spanish, I can make out just the, the little, little moments where they're talking about Pulisic, and they are just glowing about him, his touch, his technique, his speed, his intelligence, and they're just saying it's unbelievable, like how it's, it, this, is, this is an amazing thing that we're watching. And so these are not... Everyone's hype. You know, and, it's an American and remember, television guys, station, when this game, this game got but, super chippy, Ty and I were talking about this uh, before the pod, this game got super chippy at some point uh, in the second half, and I got the f sensation that the, part of the reason why it got so chippy was and and sort of some pushes started breaking out. We got to see Dempsey and uh, Roman Torres have a quick uh, leaders conference, you know, where they're they're fight. like, hey, you know, we gotta calm, we gotta figure this out, we gotta calm this down. They're shot, they're discussing with each other. It's heated. I think it's because uh, the American players are saying, dude, you gotta be, you gotta like, you can't, you can't break this kid's knees. He's he's the crown jewel of our region, and I, I think yeah, he's yeah, that. Exactly, I think he's exactly. that good. That that all the players. That that's part of the discussion. He's the rising is like, tide. Is, he's yes. like, if you break this kid's legs, you fucked it up for not not so only you, America um, but Concacaf. I mean, he is a big deal. You happened to mention uh, Mr. Tiger Woods, and there was a very similar effect that happened with Tiger Woods, where nobody liked playing against him because he would always beat you. But everyone knew that their paycheck was two or three times as much as it would be without Tiger, because the sponsorship money's there, the attention is there, Sports Center covers it. You know, there's there's eyes on on the game of golf that wouldn't have been there before. And the the post Tiger era is very much like that. Like nobody really gives a crap. I mean, I'm, people like Rory McIlroy and some of those guys, Dustin Johnson, but they just don't have the gravity, <laughs> the the TV ratings potential. Let me so tell these you, these players should shit. know. They should know that. Uh, the presence of Pulisic and, you know, to a lesser extent, like uh, Chicharito or Tecatito, those, those Mexican uh, sure, we, players. Sure, we in America have been the beneficiary of this. It's big for everyone. Sorry to, sorry to get at you right at the end of that yeah, sentence. Yeah. But it's big for everybody. And we in America have been the beneficiaries of this for many years with, with Mexico coming to play us. And the amount of yeah. ticket sales that we get because of their stars, uh, where we may be able to have that effect with Pulisic and some others, too, who are coming up through our pipeline. Uh, very exciting stuff. You might be able to see those guys at the World 20 World Cup, at the Under-20 yes, World Cup. Yes, which is at the end so, of May, and we are, we're going we're gonna to hit you with a little preview pod for that. We're, we'll, we'll, we're not going to do, like, every game, but I'm going to watch it all. Uh, you'll, you'll catch what you can, given that you work uh, and I sit in my cave watching the gnats yeah i would love i would love to see as much as possible especially if we're going to cover it uh logistics are a challenge for me in my life <laughs> however uh we're, we're we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do i love what i love the fact that i was the guy who told somebody about christian pulisic and i realized 
you know, my roomie comes home after that game. He's like, and he's like, what'd you think of the game? And I was like, yeah, you're on Viafania. It wasn't that good. Legit. We got better when Bedoya came in. And he's like, yeah, but what about that dude Pulisic? I was like, holy shit, you don't know anything about Pulisic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ground uh, floor. Ground, ground floor. floor with this holy dude. shit. Yeah, he's amazing. Uh, the next one's got to be CCV. Got to be CCV, CCV, bro. When people see CCV, they're, and, and the announcer goes, you know, this young man is only 19, 19 when they're yeah. about 19 when they're pro- people are probably going to yep. start really seeing him. Uh, yep, it's, yep. I think it's going to be similar. People are like, what? He's 19? Who is this dude? And there's another one coming through, Tyler Adams. Who I don't uh, know that who, name as well. He got, he got overshadowed even in our coverage by, um, by Eric Palmer Brown, his, his midfield battery mate uh, in the, the games that we did well in in the end of the qualifying tournament. Uh, and he started to, to break in with uh, the Red Bulls more this year. He was on the Red Bulls 2 team that won uh, USL last year, which is the third division here in the States. Uh, and he was a consistent starter for them, and now he is taking the step up to the, to the Red Bulls. And uh, he has it all. He's like a – I'm, I'm going to say a name that doesn't mean the quality, just the style, kind of Pogba-ish. Ah. Defensive, hardworking engine. See, but and I'm I'm forward. I'm wary though, right? Because this sounds a lot like the level of someone like a Matt Miazga, who has already faded deep into the past. And whereas CCV is somebody who is at, has been at Tottenham for many years since he was a young teen and is actually breaking through in Europe at that team. That to yes. me is a much higher profile prospect than a teen who can break through in the MLS. Would you say that? The, yeah. That, I, I totally agree on a club resume, just with the eye test. Tyler Adams has it. Whatever it is, Tyler Adams has it. In Ooh, the same I way like that Kellen Acosta has it. I like it. So this is a, uh, this is a, this is a We the Peeps exclusive eye test. The yeah, tie yeah. test. Uh, the tie eye the, test. The, the, the tie test would say that, uh, I'll, put it, I'll put this out there and you can check in 20 years, Tyler Adams will have a better career than Eric Palmer Brown. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. What do you think? Reach out to us, WTP Pod. Uh, also, and so these, you can you can catch these fine fishies in action at the U twenty World Cup. It's the end of May, and uh, the t- the games are usually streamed somewhere for free if they're Facebook not on Spanish language television. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Um, and we'll be we'll be uh, super pumped about that. The U.S. has a a, a challenging but doable. Uh, group it's Ecuador, Senegal, and one other um, decent team, I believe. Yeah, Senegal. Do, is do, it safe do, to do, assume do, that 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 Saudi this, Arabia? Saudi yeah. Arabia. Is it safe to assume that this U.S. squad does not get uh, Christian Pulisic unless they go deep, or are they going to start out with all this all all guns blazing? Uh, let me look up the Bundesliga schedule real quick. Maybe this is, this is probably jumping. Yeah. Hold music. This is jumping ahead a little bit. We'll, we'll do a preview show, uh, about all this, but but this this is good to, this is good to think about, especially because I think the answer is if, uh, if, uh, Dortmund makes the champions league final, then he'll be busy. With that. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus. Otherwise, otherwise he's fine right now. This kid, look at the like, look at the lifestyle. Just look at the lifestyle. He's he's flying back. He's got, uh, he's got the Rivier Derby, Rivier Derby. I, I can do better. Rivier Derby. Uh, this this Saturday <laughs> against Schalke, and Schalke. Um, which is one of the biggest matches in the in the Dortmund uh, club calendar. Dortmund, I'm thinking. And then of he's the, uh... Dortmund, and then he has um, home and away against Monaco in the Champions League. Very winnable. 
to potentially get into the semi-freaking finals of the Champions League. Insanity. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I'm just looking, and uh, the Bundesliga is over by May uh, 20th. So if they are in a cup final, they, he might do the thing where you know the player doesn't show up for the first two group games or whatever, yeah, and then yeah. comes. Uh, but they they may also decide to use him at the Gold Cup, and so therefore skip the U20s. But either way, I mean the the team the team's gonna be stacked. There's a lot of depth, a lot of talent. Uh, I think CCV would be it will 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 be present and will be a uh, yeah. in, incredible addition. And you're right, uh, America's next top CCV. America's next top right CCV, there. folks. After that, June 8th, uh, we'll be facing Trinidad and Tobago. The, you should be able to find that on Fox. It's a it's a it's a home game. We'll do a uh, preview and Rasta pod for that for show, guys. This has been an absolutely wonderful, glorious camp. Uh, things are looking much better for us. Would have been great to have seen more of a biting mentality from our team uh, during this, this second game. But overall, coming out of this camp with four points is really good, and we really are back on track uh, feasibly. It's not, it's not crazy to think that uh, we may be in the running to go to a very exciting tournament that's taking well, place in Russia. Uh, I'll put it this way. I'm a mathematically inclined person. Um, I, I, oh shoot, I can't remember the name of the statistician for ESPN. Uh, Paul Carr, I believe. He puts out, he puts out the, um, percentage odds based on their sort of proprietary, uh, projection formula for the World Cup. And going into the, these two match days, we were at 55 or 56% to go. And now we're at 80%. So we gained a lot of ground. We would be in a much better position I, I think if we had had a little bit better mentality and tried to win the game against Panama a little bit more. Um, but nonetheless, we we can breathe a little bit easier. We are now favorites to go. Uh, you know, got to show up, got to put in the performances and get that 80 up to uh, 100. Uh, but, you know, I think that, the, you know, especially looking at the way that the team looked, we had a, a tougher game. Uh, and we had a, a more fluid game, but I think you can see the signs that they're they're figuring stuff out. They're figuring out relationships with each other, changing changing coaches, and also changing the entire focus of the team. Now that we have a genuine star in uh, in Pulisic, sure, and that's and that that is bound to have its uh, rough patches. And it, I'm I'm happy that we got through those rough patches relatively unscathed. Absolutely, and we've seen this team now uh, with a new coach for four games. Is it three or four? Yeah, four Was games. One? Four games. Only and two with the real I roster. Have, and I have really to only say, one with the real roster. Yeah. Well, I have to say, even with changes to the eleven, for the first time in the past few years, I feel like I'm watching a team. The the, the same feeling you might get from watching a club team that has changes and it and. You know, th- not everything is always the same every game, but you feel like you're watching a team that has a certain way of doing things and going about things. And, and I do get that feeling from watching uh, this team recently, and, and I think that'll help us moving forward. Agreed, agreed. Let's do, we got a, we got a little bit of a break here, guys. It's been wonderful being back with you. Um, a few, a, f- a f- let's do hopes and fears and then i want to do an update about what's going on in my house okay so first hopes and fears for the next uh, few weeks gap time before you're going to hear from us again what ty why don't you hit us with one hope uh for for the time to come my hope is that when the 
next camp uh, and games roll around, we can integrate the talent that we were missing without losing the chemistry that has started to form. So we, we're going to get Brooks back, Cameron back, Fabian Johnson, DeAndre Yedlin, Bobby Wood. Remember these players? Uh, <laughs> we're going to get a, a, whole, a whole raft of, of, of guys back. And um, I, I want to see the, the good vibes Remember, guys, translate to those new additions. It's not a myriad of talent. It's myriad it's talent. It's myriad talent. We have myriad. We have we have myriad B and B minuses and one shining light, one beautiful shining light. My uh, my fear food. my fear is uh, that we see some sort of a, a a strange Timmy Chandler implosion of personal values. In Ooh. which he tries to somehow create a new USA men's national team based on his vision. Uh, a that's 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 or a, a, sort of a uh, Jurgen Klinsmann assistant. Yeah, coach. yeah, you yeah. know him and Jurgen. I don't know. I, that's that's my big. No, I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. I'm going with a joke fear uh, because I, I'm not feeling too fearful about the next few weeks. Uh, I've always always a little fearful of some injuries here and there, but guys, things are feeling much better than they once were now as promised an update about my house uh i used to have a small but comfortable box in my basement in which i inhabited uh a certain someone who stuck to who clung to my side for many years um I'm now looking forward to a, to a different type of house guest. My neighborhood has changed over the past ten years. It's gotten much better, uh, and and I really is this the gentrification I, I've been hearing about. It's the gentrification <laughs> you've been hearing about, and I really think that I deserve you know a higher class of tenant. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to renovate down there. I'm going to go with a rec room. Okay, we're going to do uh, like a mini bar. We're going to have like a sliding door that goes out to the backyard. Giant New York Yankee uh, logo. A New York Yankee logo, some tiki lamps. I'm just going to go go on. Maybe some, some, uh, some um, you know, one of those, some, 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 I don't know, some sort of kitchen appliance that would help one make authentic Mexican food, which you mm-hmm. may be used to if you're from, L- if you've spent a lot of time in LA, things like that, <laughs> you know, for anybody, for anybody, just for things that people like in general. I'm going to go on Craigslist and I'm going to see what I get. Okay. And okay. whoever, whoever I get on Craigslist, you know, maybe we can bring them on the show, have them read some reviews. What do right, we think? Right. We need somebody to read the reviews. So whoever happens to be staying there, we'll, we'll read them. I guess. So, so we'll see renovations happening, uh, tomorrow. Cool. and then Thanks. they'll be finished by Thursday uh, maybe tomorrow night I don't know whatever and then and then you know we'll we'll get someone on Craigslist so next time you see us guys I, I I'll have a new roomie and and uh, we'll see how this goes yep folks I love absolutely love push to start cars super badass Wiz Hell Khalifa yeah. Wiz Khalifa put that shit right on is this the future push to start <laughs> man I'm a huge fan of barcodes. I, I, I just can't believe that um, that idea that we came up with way back when, maybe the 90s, I don't know when the fuck barcodes happened, 50s, I don't fucking know, but they're still rocking. <laughs> ancient 90s, Rome. 90s, 50s, ancient Rome, I don't know. But they are still rocking, and I never swipe yeah. a barcode and accidentally get some random other object that it wasn't supposed to be because the barcode repeated. I don't know how that happens. Uh, it's incredible, and I like barcodes. I also love myself pure, <laughs> clean water. 
But I don't love any of that stuff as much as I love the Nats. Let's go, boys. Goodbye, people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. It's we the people. Two points less than three. <laughs> That's going to be my, my tombstone. <laughs> Two points or less than three. That's me wailing at night when young teens walk by. Into the Was cold. that sound tactical advice? <laughs> what, did, what did I hear? Just, You're somebody, just imagining things. Is that a Billy? dragon in the forest? A Totoro? No, it's Ty giving sound. It's a ghost of Ty giving sound tactical advice. Is he applying game theory to the beautiful game? <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> uh. Ay, ay, ay.